It's the Luca Pete Show. I'm Pete Donaldson. It is Sunday. The no. Sunday. It's the Luca Pete Show. Sunday. Sunday. We never do a show on a Sunday. We never about? do a show on a Sunday. I might just release it on a Sunday. Uh, this is the Luca Pete Show. It is Thursday, the twenty-first of December. Many happy returns, baby Jesus. What are you going to get for your birthday, baby Jesus? Um, is it being born and saving the world? Yes, yes, it is. Uh, Lukey Moore. Did, did he do either of those things? Getting born 25th. I don't think he was born in December, was he? I think he was born in the summer. Uh, I think it was just changed. Oh, right. Yeah, but I mean, like, if we're going to. If we are going to um, jump on board all, all of that, I'm sure there are a million different competing opinions when that all took place. Oh, the G- Jesus, the historical figure. Was very much born in the summer, was he? But yeah, exactly. But I, I don't right. think anyone, even the most ardent of our Christian brothers and sisters, would claim mm. that he saved the world, would they? I think so. Or, or you know, he, he, his, 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 his father gave his son away to save the world. Save the world. He's saving the world when he turns up again. Just later when we're finished, can I see a copy of that Bible you've got? <laughs> that I was in. Um, uh, a, a family, uh, not my family, but um, uh, my partner's family's. Uh, one, one of them was in hospital quite recently, and I um, was on the ward. They've still got little little Gideon Bibles next. Mm. Like they've got these little kind of um, plastic. Uh, what would you call it? Like a plastic um, kind of cage that they stick on the side of the um, side of the little, uh, little little drawers you get. They're just a little freestanding unit sort of thing, um, and they've got a little Gideon's Bible stuffed in there. I, th- I think that's a v- why is that allowed? <laughs> like, you know, bearing in mind, why is that allowed? <laughs> are you are you viewing don't... it as if it's like some kind of like callous marketing tool? For I just think it's people? a very old. I think it's just one of those things that I presumed would have been left behind. That's all. Uh, I mean, bearing in mind, like you know, even if you've got strong opinions about Christianity, surely the Gideon's Bible is 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 one of the is a flavour of 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 it, but not like the. I, d- I don't know. I just, I just think it's a really kind of like anachronistic thing to to to, to happen in a hospital. Uh, you know, I, I just find that all, all that sort of stuff quite, I don't know, un- uncomfortable. Separation yeah, of church I, and state and all that shit. I know that. Um, I know that. You remember when we were younger? Like you go to a hotel or whatever, there'd always be one in the drawer. Yeah, yeah. They still Weird. do that, do they? I mean, I, I think you do in some hotels. I right. don't think they're the big chains you do, but I think in 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 some in in the fancier hotels you, you sometimes do. Um, in in Japan, um, there's a APA uh, APA hotel um, that, uh, that 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 has uh, the, the owners um, basically. The owner is a um, anti-Semitic racist. <laughs> the oh, owner good. of the hotel chain. And he and he's written his own book about um, how Japan weren't necessarily the bad guys in in, in World War Two, uh, and Nazism is 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 pretty okay when you think about it actually. And and he puts his book in every, but but this isn't like a small concern. This is like the fucking Holiday Inn of Japan. Like they're everywhere. There's like three in every every town. So why are people and, going um, there still? They just don't know. Cheap. It's just really cheap, and and also like and and um her, her his wife who wears um interesting hats um she's known for interesting hats and she makes a, a very specific kind of um, Japanese curry flavor um and you can buy that at reception if you want you can buy this mad curry or read a racist book in in in, in the in which the one room. do you generally choose 
I'm getting curry all over the book. I'm mixing the thing. <laughs> I'm making a... There was a man once who was, um, I think it was an Apple Hotel, was arrested. He wasn't... Uh, I think he was arrested as in he was arrested enough to have to pay a fine. Um, he was a, a bloke who rocked up and he cooked a um, crab in a kettle. <laughs> oh, I think I Apple read about hotel. that, yeah. And it stunk out the whole place and it, the whole place had to be fumigated. <laughs> I think... I've, I've, I've been thinking about it and I suppose really going back to it, Jesus probably... They say he's the saviour of mankind, right? But mm. just the way you said it was like he saved the world like he was a Marvel hero, and I didn't really understand what right. he meant. Well, but- I mean, I think if you went to any sort of um, super church, mega church on Sunday school time for the kids, that's exactly what the pastor would be saying. I won't be doing he'd, that. He'd, he'd be sitting on little. He'd be sitting on the um, on the stage, um, like on his on his like sort of one foot up to look cool in like yeah. baggy skater pants yeah. or maybe jorts and a vest and he'd be ripped and he'd look backwards like Justin hat. Bieber cap backwards yet yeah, and he'd be telling them how Jesus is the new, is the real Marvel superhero if yeah. if if that bloke Thanos had six fingers the six finger would be Jesus I tell you I tell you who's another great superhero guys just guys mm. stay with me <laughs> guys guys, guys. Uh, yeah yeah guys. We, we'll do we'll do table tennis in a minute I tell you who's another great superhero everyone Jesus yeah and do you know is do you know what everyone's superpower should be? Not fucking. <laughs> blowies do yeah. blowies don't count though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm getting yeah. them. They don't count. And I'm getting <laughs> them. They don't count. I think uh, I've got a friend who's um he's grown up in a Christian tradition and uh, he's not mm. necessarily religious himself, but he gets like really um uh like uncharacteristically and quite energetically angry when um, any of that stuff comes into the church-going process. He's like, no, the, the no, point of yeah, going to church yeah. is supposed to be an uncomfortable seat. It's supposed to be drafty. It's supposed yeah. to be boring. You're supposed yeah. to invest yourself in it. You've got to earn it. You shouldn't be going there, having a lovely hot chocolate for free, listening to a band, <laughs> intersperse some Christian rock music with the latest uh, Ed Sheeran hit. Like, that's not what it is. <laughs> it shouldn't be that. Yeah, it's it's it's... Yeah, you're right. You know, life is struggle and, and Catholicism in particular. <laughs> I mean, if you if you went to Catholic school, yeah. the amount of hours I wasted just sat in church, doing just listening to fucking absolute twaddle. It wasn't it wasn't a waste, mate, was it? <laughs> Direct line to God. Do you reckon? I, 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 I love that. The but Catholic- do you reckon I can get? Do you reckon on the on the second that I leave this fucking plane and I'm at the gate, sat and go, hey. I did my time. I did fucking five years. Seven years. No, seven years there. Don't look at 2012. Go all the way back <laughs> to 1996. Don't look, don't look at me wanking in my, in my room. <laughs> don't look at that bit. Don't, don't worry about the Toyota bit. Century. That, that, that's <laughs> not, don't worry about it. Go back to That is the very definition of spilling your seed on, on, on non-fertile <laughs> ground. <laughs> I love it. I, I, I don't profess to be any kind of theologian and anything about religions in the grand scheme of things, but what I do know and what I do like about Catholicism is that it seems to be like a staggered process where they go, you believe in God? Yeah. All right, we'll eat, eat this wafer and that. Turn up every week, twice a week sometimes. Okay, you still like it? All right, listen to it in Latin then when you don't understand it and a really cold day. <laughs> yeah, you like that? Okay, go to church for longer. And then yeah, basically yeah. at the end it just goes, you still really like Catholic Catholic stuff? Yeah, beat yourself up. <laughs> beat yourself up on your own in your house now. Yeah. And if you have a baby, it's not being confirmed. Ooh, you're going to yeah. be in the floaty place in between the two. Ooh, they, but didn't, sorry, didn't, baptized. Didn't, didn't the Pope Ooh. recently say, "Nah, that's not that's not." He can't again. He can't do that. He can't do that. He has done that. 
rude. rude he also, did you know that? Did you see that the Pope also did a massive thing about the dangers of AI? And someone pointed out that it was like two weeks after someone did that AI image of him in that big white puffer coat. Anyway, <laughs> and, the, and then the comments yes. under the story were is like, Elon Musk in it? The Pope is shook. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't give a shit about this before someone did that photo of him with the coat. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, did you see, um, speaking of um, uh, 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 mm, people talking about AI on a, on a Twitter, um, what's that thing where they shout at each other? Twitter sounds, Twitter, Twitter voices, Twitter... Twitter rooms, I think. X, mate. That was, X, sorry, X rooms. Yeah. Um, did you see um, <laughs> Vivek, the the 1%, 5%, is he pulling 5 4% or something? Um, I, d- uh, I don't think it matters. <laughs> I don't think it no. matters. Um, he, uh, he 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 was um, on, in a room with Elon Musk. And I saw it. Other, Alex Jones. Yeah, fucking pieces. Alex Jones. Alex Jones. Who's that fucking kickboxing twat that you don't sort of see very Tate. much? Tate. Um, all in a room together, and Vivek just goes for a piss. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to get you in Trump's cabinet. It might uh, do. Who's he pissing on? It might. Who's he pissing on? Exactly. Um, yeah. it's, it's, oh, it's the so old equivalent good. of um, when you know, we used to do live shows and you did a sound check or whatever, and you've got your mic strapped on you. You go for a slash. Yeah. It's like yeah. turn your mic pack off. Turn your mic pack off. The whole turn auditorium's here, and you go for a piss. I think He's um, go. it's just, that's his phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think. Um, <laughs> It's 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 beyond ridiculous. I mean, the thing is, it actually it actually links quite well because ultimately, when you're talking about like religious leaders and people like that, you're basically talking about people who claim to know things that they just simply cannot know. Right? They yeah, can't yeah. know that, so mm. they say what they're going to say. I know this isn't exactly the spirit of Christmas, and Rory's going to be fuming when he hears this uh, <laughs> uh, because he's not here today. He he, it's it's you're claiming stuff that can't be true. So even if you're the nicest mm. bloke in the world. Well, not that it can't be true, just that you can't you can't know it to be true. So even if you're the yeah. nicest bloke in the world, there is something inherently manipulative about that, right? And that's what makes people feel uneasy. And it's not about belief or about your own personal outlook. It's you know, it's it's, it's, it's different. Then you start to look at things like what Musk is doing with X, and you have to see it in the round. When he brings someone like Alex Jones back to X, right? Alex Jones is someone who who quite clearly and quite obviously for quite a long time right, has been making up lies that exploit vulnerable people and um, traumatize bereaved people. And he's been Mm. pulled up in front of many, many courts in the United States and found guilty of doing so and been ordered to pay massive damages. The guy is a fucking deluded fantasist, right? And if you want him on your platform, that's up to you. But don't fucking piss down my back and tell me it's raining and tell me, oh, yeah, it's all about fucking freedom of speech and truth. And It's not truth. The guy's literally a fucking professional liar. Like, that's, <laughs> that's his job. Like, that's what he does. He sells, he hawks fucking supplements because no one else will sponsor him. And he makes stuff up about traumatized, bereaved people, right? It's, it's, it's absolutely fucking baffling. And then you've got that Vivek guy who wants to be president, apparently. And he, that's the guy he's kind of sidling up with. It's weird. Very, very odd. Oh, he's, yeah, but he's, he's just a, <clears throat> he just he knows which way the wind's blowing. I think he just, it was just a bit of a bit of a brand builder for him, wasn't it? He just wants to, and now he's sort of. Um, but what about Elon? Into, what about Elon? What he's do you mean, presidential nominee, twenty twenty, oh. whatever? I don't think he can be, can he? I don't think he can be. Oh yeah, he's not eligible. Okay. But Pete, listen, back onto much more um, exciting and interesting ground. Um, I did promise you that I would uh, show you these, didn't I? Oh, the Darth Vader guitar pick. 3D I'm printed. A big fan of that. Are they, is it kind of um, see through or is it just embossed? I can't tell from it, here. So basically, let me show you. This is. Oh, you can see through it. Right. Okay. This is a successful uh, Darth Vader one. Yeah. 
This is an unsuccessful Van Halen one. Why is that unsuccessful? Because it's still got the stuff on the back. I couldn't get it off. Oh, that's all right. Just get, just get it on. A, get it on a bit of sandpaper. Yeah, I probably will. You got to work. Yeah, it's like Catholicism. You got. You got to want it. It felt, it felt like <laughs> it felt like I was living in the future when the day I flew back from the United States, LC, my father-in-law, just said to me, "I've got to go to work, but um, I've set up the um, the three D printer to be doing you some guitar picks, and when it's finished, just grab them." Like, grab fucking hell, yeah. this is futuristic. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. That's that's awesome. Yeah, just get him on a bit of sandpaper, bit of wet and dry. Lovely. Yeah, you, you're the man I need for that. Um, so basically, Peter, what we should do now, I think, is we should have a quick break. Mm. Then when All we right. come back, we've asked our listeners on this first um, Christmas um, episode of two to tell us about their Christmas traditions. Mm. And we've got quite a lot. Well, had loads of them sent in, obviously. But I've, I think we've picked out, like, I think Rory's picked out our best ten. So... At the other side of the break, we'll talk about our listeners' Christmas traditions and um, we'll go through as many of them as we can. How about that? Beautiful. Beautiful. We're back with the Luke and Pete show and um, it's, it's, it's a Christmas special, guys. There's no two ways about it. Well, the second half of it is Christmas. It's 21st. It's not Christmas We yet, talked about it? religion in the first half. We talked about religion, exactly. The very spirit of Christmas. We've taken so many boxes here. Um, did you see that story, Luke, where um, uh, Tesco um, recalled some Christmas stuffing because oh, yeah. um, it contained moths? Um, apple and cranberry stuffing mix may be unfit for human consumption because it's full of fucking moths. Oh, do you reckon that's the Christmas... Um do you reckon that's the Christmas um, messages that Tesco wanted to be sending out? Yeah, it's unwelcome, isn't it? I, I think the thing that gets me is like, I mean, presumably the moths are in the fruit rather than anywhere else. You would hope so, wouldn't you? You would hope so. I I just think, I, I, I just don't want to be in a world where moths have chosen the food that most would make them look invisible because that... that Suggests yeah. that if you, if you're looking at like a, a roast dinner, you're going to see a moth in gravy. You're going to see a moth on a Yorkshire pudding. You're going to see a moth on a turkey. Yeah, but you are not going to see it in some stuffing. So yeah. I don't want to live in a world where muff, moths, muffings, moths have decided with their tiny little moth brains to hide in the one place they could never be found. Yeah, that would suggest that we're in big fucking trouble because I hate moths. I think it's a it's a it's a very positive spin. Mm. Yeah, I don't think the message yeah. here is could be worse, could be on your turkey. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I, I, I'd love to know how it got there. I think they should be um, forced to tell us how it happened. Mm. Personally, yeah. Um, yeah. I With like diagrams. the idea that um, oh, no, what it is is the guy who makes the stuffing for us is really old, and it just they just fell out of one of his suit jacket pockets because he's got a musty, a musty somebody musty somebody wardrobe. opened his wallet. And it just, <laughs> just came out. I've never. Do you know what? One of the weird things is I don't think I've ever had a, any moths. Chew through my clothes. I know that's a thing, but I've never personally witnessed that. All my clothes. I hear you. You don't wear enough wool, clearly. <laughs> Is it just wool they like? Yeah, just wool. Well, just I, wool. Like, much like Paulie Walnuts and the Sopranos, I only wear polyester tracksuits. That's, <laughs> that's basically probably why. Exactly. Um, yeah. on, on that, by the way, before we get into the, um, the Christmas traditions, um, you just reminded me of what, what, what are you making of the Christmas adverts this year? What's been your, what's been your highlight? It's about, apparently, it's been um, a very, very bad year for Christmas advertising. What do you mean? They're, they're, they're not, they're, it's not cutting through or it's really yeah. expensive or they're just not really spending the money that they should be I've spending? I read a headline the other day saying not even Michael Bublé can save um, Chris, um, Christmas marketing campaigns because Bublé's doing the Asda one, right? Quite, quite enjoyable. I think Bublé's got a very, obviously got a great charm to him. He has, yeah. He's, he's, he's an everyman, um, but he will have sex with your sister. Like that, that is very much the, the, the vibe I get from him. No, but to me, that's up to my sister. I don't... 
<laughs> yeah, I know. I, know. I, I mean, I like, my just... brother, I like my brother-in-law a lot, but if she came, my sister announced that she's now married to Michael Bublé instead, I think, I think even he He'd would acknowledge abs- that's an upgrade. <laughs> I just think that um, you'd invite him to Christmas dinner, he'd be up to something. He'd just be up to something. Yeah. I, just, I just don't, I don't trust him. I think he'd be on his phone a lot. <laughs> I think he would be on his Michael, phone a lot. put it down. Michael. Michael, put it down. He's not even texting anyone. He's just on TikTok. Try and play Trivial Pursuit here. You're not even listening to He's watching to the, the pneumatic, pneumatic drill press thing. <laughs> no, he's doing this with him. Cr- he's got that beer thing and he's going, glug, 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 glug. <laughs> Michael he's like, he's like, look at this, look at this. It's also, it sounds like a razor. Um, I, um, Michael Bu- imagine Michael Bublé was completely unaware about iPhones yeah. and so you had to start with the iPhone 1 like today I think um, I think I, I enjoyed the presence of Bublé on the Christmas advert schedule I just think putting Bublé in an Asda ad is a bit like putting you in like a top of the range Rolls Royce right what do you mean like it just, just doesn't fit bit out of place. are you saying that Asda I was in Asda I was in Asda Asda's the worst um, it's the worst week, supermarket not in not in Shoebriness. I was in Shoebriness in an Asda, right? And I was having a coffee. Because I had business in Shoebriness. What you... So, hang on. You had... I you, just had business. I had business in Shoebriness, so I went, I'm going, to the, I'm going to the Asda cafe. But beforehand, I'd got one of those little um, cups of coffee, and I'd went round the shop picking up stuff I need. Um, and then when I got the till, and I said, oh, yeah, and I've got this latte, so it's a la- medium latte. She went, don't worry about it. Huh. I was like, right, I'm going to shop in there until I die. That's what <laughs> she wanted. Takes. That's what she wanted. And I was like, I, I do think there should be some concession to someone dropping 160 quid in Asda that I'd have to pay for my coffee. I do think that if the security guard stops you, I sort of go, look what I've just spent in your fucking shit tip. <laughs> I a, love it. A, I love it. There's like a water, there's a water <laughs> umbrella collecting water where the roof's <laughs> caving in. And I'm shopping here. You should be allowing me this delicious Pret-a-Manger coffee, a little Pret-a-Manger machine. I love it. I love it if she went, oh, still pay for it. Just don't worry about it. <laughs> um, the thing about Asda is that, um, is that you go to Sainsbury's and it's like, oh, and we've price matched with Aldi. Mm. And it's like, that's a good thing, right? Because Sainsbury's mm. has got good stuff. Asda right. says we've price matched with Aldi. That's bad. Your stuff's that's worse bad. than Aldi. So why am I paying more for it? <laughs> I, w- I was very, I was in Aldi and I, um, I almost considered one of those kind of like goose down, gooses have downs, goose. Yeah, goose down, goose. down is a, fe- yeah, down is a thing, yeah. Goose down. Um, have to make sure it's uh, ethical though, because otherwise you, you know, people don't like that very much. So Canada goose get in big trouble for using them unethical things, or they did. Bad they goose, to. bad goose feathers. Do we not eat geese? I'm confused. I can I'd- see that. <laughs> I, I, there's just a lot of questions there. Yes, of it's course we eat goose. I mean, there's a yeah, difference no, between, a- you know, getting the feathers from an animal that's died naturally, I suppose, and then hunting them or, or farming them for their feathers or whatever, you know. Right. Well, because people complain about, like, fe- like um, fur, like, you know, mink fur and all that stuff. So I presume it was, I presume it was that. Yeah, but, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was considering one of those little kind of dog walking kind of jackets that've got, like, like puffer jackets sort of thing in Aldi. I've got a couple of down jackets. Cheap. I can help you on that. I don't know, I was just... I was, I was just don't I'm, get one Aldi. I mean, that's the first fucking port call. <laughs> I'm not there yet. I'm just not there yet. No, fair there. enough. And also, I think there's... Uh, what, what I do think, actually, and we will do Christmas traditions in a minute, is is that there's a a concession... There's a kind of consideration if you're shorter as a person, as a man, you have mm. to be very, very aware of what you can wear and not, can't wear as a coat. If you wear a coat right. that's long and you're short, you basically look like a paedophile. Vengresque. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you need I, to bear was, in mind. I was with a uh, 
It was like, you know, it was like if you, if you were, I think you spoke about, was it on the last show, about you having a positive um, chat with... Um, yeah, just in the street. Yeah, it's just in, 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 in the park with, a, with, a, with, a, with another um, parent. And the, the parent, the parent, the, the, the kids started, um, like, you know, smiling on her when they, when they saw you coming over. Um, that was a coincidence. They stopped crying. I don't they smiled. Yeah, yeah. And then you put, and then when you came over and you said, and I, I, I usually have the opposite effect. That's not and, what happened. And if you didn't have your child with you, different dynamic. I yeah. usually have the opposite effect. I don't, it's just I don't all talk about context, like that, do I? If that's what you're doing for fucking small talk, no wonder you're fucking struggling. Uh, <laughs> I was out with someone else's Ben um, in uh, that sounds bad. A, a mate's kid <laughs> uh, in a, in a park, and we witnessed um, a uh, a lot of kids um, singing carols, and one of them happened to be our uh, our neighbour's kid, um, lovely little girl, um, and, and she was singing along, and, and I started filming her, and I thought that's a privilege, isn't it? That's that's parental privileges. If you've got a kid with you, no one's questioning why you're filming people. Filming I don't. I don't think it's seen as a dumb thing to be filming at the park. No, no. But if I was just by myself, same relationship. And and yeah, and and it was like when I was on that plane and I'd I'd stripped um, wires of my headphones and I was connecting them to the uh, to the in-house thing. I mean, like you know, imagine if I wasn't white, I'd, just, I'd, I'd, I'd be air marshaled to bits. I th- well, I think you should have been anyway. <laughs> you're damn right. But anyway, yeah. in summary... Check your privilege. John Lewis one's fine. I haven't seen it on the telly much. Um, Amazon one's probably the best one with the older ladies with the uh, sleds. Can't remember that one. Not seen that one. Um, they're rerunning the one that we got that we got a sneak preview of last year. Oh, yes. The um, National Lottery the one. Yeah, yeah. National that. Lottery one. That, that that we were doing a job um, in, in Twitter HQ. You um, stitched who, me up. The week, the week that um, the uh, I think the, t- the takeover happened. Then I think it was, basically it was a week where there was a lot of redundancies and uh, it wasn't a nice vibe in there. Um, and and we did a job for the national lottery and, and the national lottery um, showed us the. Um, well, I mean, we just stuck around. We we shouldn't have been watching it, but we got a sneak preview of the national lottery. Uh, Why didn't they put uh, that out last year? Then they did put it out last year, oh, but, they, but they're, they're doing it again. So much. Double bubble, isn't it? I think it was directed by someone quite famous, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Anyway, Elon anyway. Musk. Yeah, let's do the Christmas tradition. So we asked our listeners through hello at lukeandpeachshow.com, through uh, at lukeandpeachshow on all the various social media apps to tell us their um, Christmas traditions. And we're going to go through our 10 favourite... Tradition! Here we go. So... It's a film you watch at Christmas a lot. Do you want me to read... What's that? Uh, Fiddler on the Roof. Oh, yeah. Don't they they shout tradition at one point? Do you know what? I cannot tell you how many years it's been since I saw Fiddler on the Roof. The only thing I can remember is if I were a rich man. It's the only thing I can remember. Is it problematic? I feel like it might be problematic. Well, as a general point, there's been a lot of understandable pushback on the ca- the characterization of Jewish characters in popular mm. culture. So it could be um, could be cool, could fall under that umbrella. I'm not sure to mm. be honest, Pete. Um, I haven't thought about it, but uh, you know, if it is, I'm sorry to hear that, and it's your fault for mentioning it. Right. <laughs> Have a go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what most people are doing these days. Have a go anywhere. First tradition from Ryan, our friend Ryan. He says, I always weigh myself before and after Christmas dinner. Oh. In 2010, I got a seven pound gain, and it's yet to be beaten. <laughs> I don't think you could eat seven pounds of food. I think that's bollocks. Seven pounds? I think you could, couldn't you? It's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, is he doing poos? I mean, I just worry. During his Christmas dinner, I wouldn't have thought so. No, but I just worry that he's... I I think that's Christmas dinner and all the trimmings and afters and 
pudding and uh, picky bits. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just constant. Start the, the day, constant. maybe. Yeah. And stopping yeah, yeah, yeah. himself doing a poo. Exactly. Exactly. Have you ever weighed so yourself take... before and after a poo, but you must have? No, no, never done that. No. Please do that for the next show. I've only got an analogue um, weighing machine. I'm a bit worried. I, again, I said it before, I'd, I've lost a bit more weight, and I'm like, I don't... I, I'm, I am trying... I'm not drinking as much. And I was like, that can't be it. <laughs> I think it probably is, though. Yeah, probably. Uh, the <laughs> way I see it, if, you, if, so you're, if you're that much of a deviant that you want to know how much your turd weighs, just shit mm. on the scale. Good point, yeah. You, you, if, That's the most accurate if you're, way of doing it. If you're wet wiping shit off your own scale, depending on how... I mean, I, the sort of people who shit into, you know, wear their own shit, they probably don't have the firmest of stools. It's probably quite wet. Yeah. It's just, it's just the most accurate stuff. way of doing it, I'm saying. If you, if you care yeah. that much about it, you should mm. care about the outcome. True. If you get an inaccurate result, then you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't I'll be do, I'll do a mean. Like, do 10 shits in a bag. I'll do seven shits in a bag. It's like, that's what you have in a week. And then compare it to the week after and yeah. the week after that. Take you about fill your house with, with Ziploc bags full of shit. How many, how, many, how many shits did you have in 2012? Exactly. It'd be terrible for me. Yeah. I, I'm zero shits. Yeah. <laughs> On average. All right. What about this from Arno, who says, um, even when we pull out a pair of pants from our stockings, we always mm. say, oh, a woolly hat, and instantly put them on our heads. I've never done that, but I'm doing it. It's quite, <laughs> it's quite cute, that. Yeah, that is quite sweet. That is quite lovely, actually. I, I, I like that a lot. Um, I like that a lot. Joachim says, the same Chelsea scarf has been given as a gag gift every single year and none of us support Chelsea. That's brilliant. So basically, you get it one year, you wrap it up and you give it back to another random family member as part of a tradition and it continues forever. And well, basically, I, I, all I, of you are dead. I don't know, man. I, I, it sounds like they're getting a new Chelsea scarf every time. There's, there's, there's no mention of it getting wrapped up I, and put... In, don't you love the idea of that happening and it's the same scarf and it gets passed down the generations forever? That's amazing. It is nice. It is nice. It is nice. But a lot of admin. Like, a lot of like family traditions is just having having a patriarch or a matriarch who can actually fucking do it. Stick you know what it, I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's difficult. Like it? cooking the Christmas lunch would be the ultimate version of that. Mm. What, what is the word for patriarch, matriarch if you're not either male, male or female? No idea. I, I would very much like to know that word. Um, anyway, uh, from Joe, putting lottery tickets in my mum's stocking. She's never gotten a single number right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good... My, so so uh, that's interesting because my mum always does us... Uh, she always has... Scratch that. cards. Yeah, scratch ever since, cards ever since it came about, in, she, she's given us a scratch yeah. card each. And I think... Not, not, not in my house, but um, Sarah's, Sarah's house, very scratch card gifty. There was, one, um, there was one year where my dad, this is about 15 years ago, was convinced mm. he'd won 10 grand and he went right, mental okay. and then we checked and he hadn't right uh, it was fucking hilarious it was so funny uh, but that's isn't that <laughs> like a really working class him, though, thing to it? do like annoying, the, annoying for him oh yeah he saw the funny side <laughs> isn't it a really working class thing to do though have a scratch card for Christmas yeah I don't get it yeah. don't think yeah, you'd yeah, see yeah, people yeah. Uh, there's, there's people I know who says no way their families are doing that anyway um, <laughs> Aaron has uh, been in touch with this one the Matlock raft race I'm clicking on it. It's a tradition we're starting this year. So basically, apparently, on Boxing Day every year, up in the Peak District, beautiful part of the world, down the River Derwent, um, on homemade rafts, people design them with fun themes and inventive outfits. And in the aid of (laughs) the Royal National Lifeboat Institute, the RNLI, um, 
they uh, they fucking get themselves down the river in the, in the freezing cold, starting at the Calder Quarry in Matlock and finishing at Cromford Bridge, and then there's an awards ceremony afterwards. I'll tell you what, that sounds like the fucking best Boxing Day ever, in my view. Are they a lot of... Um, is it kind of... Do they make their own rafts? Look at the photos. Co- Look at the photos. I know, yeah, I, I know some of them are like cars and... Like sort of sedan cars and stuff, like the, the shells that they've used. To give people rats. an insight, Pete, who can't look at this right now, mm. one of the photos is one full of seven priests. The boat's called Boat Out of Hell, and the oars they're using the guitars. <laughs> oh, I like it. That's the kind I of like vibe that it is. A lot. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a risk though, isn't it? If you fall in that, you're getting hypothermia or almost immediately. Nah, not it's a back to the future not, car. Not a wetsuit. Not in a wetsuit. And listen, so, if you're raising yeah. money for the RNLI, they can at least fucking be there to help you out. <laughs> at least turn up, dickhead. So thanks oh, for yeah, raising yeah. that money for us. Um, we're, we've, we've operated at a loss today. Because <laughs> <laughs> all the resources have gone saving you lot from your fucking wacky yeah. schemes. They're very good. I mean, some of them... Are, it's basically um, like a, a Red Bull soapbox rally. Yeah, But on water. Yeah. Right, okay. And that's a beautiful part of the world, by the way. Like the, the Peak District is absolutely bloody lovely. So Imagine um, it, but imagine if you like... What I like about it, like you've got quite... You know, you've got Postman Pat's van, you've got the Flintstones car, you've got, like, all of these kind of, the Shrek-themed one. Like, imagine if you just adjust the, the, the village outsider and you just make a big cock or just make something <laughs> really <laughs> offensive. And, and you're just yeah. horrible. Just like the big fucking horrible man of the town who insists on running the raft race. Do you know what I'd love to see you do, right? I'd love to see you enter. I'd love to see it be announced. You're ready to go. Mm. And then mm. all you do is just drive your Toyota Century into the, into the river. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And I've, and I've just spray painted Fred West's house on the side. <laughs> just get out and it's just go, in the fucking water. yes. Fucking yes, it's over. The, the, the nightmare is over. Yeah. Ah. There are some good ones. There's one that looks like, as you said, looks like a Mini Cooper or something that's been mm. repurposed. Good stuff. It's good stuff. I like it because it's the kind of thing that um, idiot right-wing people say you can't do anymore because of the Elf and Safety Brigade. And it's clearly not true. Yeah. People are just having a you great old fucking time. time. Yeah, <laughs> people all the rolling time. cheese people, down the hill, breaking their arms. People in this country are injuring themselves all the time doing shit they shouldn't mm. be doing. Yeah, exactly. And that's yeah. just how it is. Anyway, yeah. um, next one is from Sean. He says, we play hide the carved wooden snail. It belonged oh. to my grandparents and I'm now 52. Do you want to unpack that one, Peter? Sean, that is charming i mean they've got a family carved wooden snail and you won't believe where they've gone <laughs> i wonder who gets extra responsibility for hiding it every year uh, yeah every year take Someone's it in turns. Got snail goo on their hands i tell you what that's a, that's a, you know what sean that that i don't know why you're listening to this show because that is wholesome yeah and i've just mentioned fred west pete, i mean come on pete does it with real snails all over the house <laughs> Terrifying for the kids. So I've got enough of them in the fucking garden. Don't Good eat God. that. No, don't, don't eat, eat that. that. Don't put that in your mouth. Is it myxomatosis? Do slugs give you myxomatosis if you eat them? No, that's I rabbits. No, you don't get myxomatosis if you eat a rabbit. Rabbits get it. But how do they get it? Do they not eat slugs? Stop well, typing. <laughs> no, I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you. So myxomatosis is something that don't kills, help us. kills rabbits. Yeah. Right? It, it makes you go absolutely and loopy and your eyes go funny. For the record, I knew that without Googling. Here's the, bit, here's the bit I didn't know without Googling. Right. It's slugs and they carry the lungworm parasite. Lungworm. And, and there was a boy, wasn't there, fairly recently who died Ugh. eating a slug as a fucking um, 
uh, like a prank or some shit. Right, okay. Anyway, um, we're about to take a turn because Barnaby's been in Oof. touch. He says, um, Barnaby? My Christmas tradition is I have Baileys on my cornflakes at breakfast. <laughs> that's that's going to stay on your teeth all day, quite apart yeah. from the, the, the illness, <laughs> quite apart from how ill you'll feel. Are you living alone, Barnaby? Um, <laughs> Barnaby's alone. Barnaby's, on, Barnaby's and his Baileys. I would say that, like... It's just too rich. It's just too thick. You'd have to put <laughs> it in a food processor. Alone. If he's not living be- alone and his wife and his kid. Like, Daddy, uh, Mummy, what's Daddy do? Leave it. Just leave him. He's having leave his him. Baileys. He's doing his thing. He's having a bowl of Baileys. Can we, come on, Daddy. Come and hide. Come and, come and find the carved wooden snail. Just burping. <laughs> Endlessly burping. <laughs> oh, Liam says, put on a hot... Oh, I thought it said hot scarf. Put on a hat, scarf and gloves. Roll a dice, and if you roll a double, you have to try and eat a chocolate bar with a knife and fork. Liam, that's made up. That is um, that is primo Cub Scouts, nineteen ninety five. Thank you for reminding me of that, Liam. I've not thought of eating a chocolate bar with a knife. Is and that fork. what people used to do? I've Such never a, heard of that. Yeah, it was there was very little to do up there. Is it but, a northern um, yeah, thing? hat, scarf, and gloves. Yeah, I don't know why um, why a scarf or the the hat would prevent you from eating it. Overheating. But um, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Can't see you straight. You have to try and eat hot. a chocolate bar with a knife. It's a lovely tradition, Natalie, and very wholesome again. Is that is, yeah. is that honestly though? Don't don't bullshit me here. Is that honestly a tradition that happened in up north? Because I've never heard of that. No, no, it's not a tradition. It was in Cub Scouts. It's like a little game you would do. I would say we you used to play peel the onion at Scouts. What was peel the onion? That sounds well. It was brutal. Like there's no way right. they do it now. Like right. basically, you, they separate the scout troop into two groups of equal numbers. So say so there's like twenty of you. So ten and ten. Mm. The mm. ten, 10 of you go over to one side of the scout hut and you yeah. link yourself together mm. in as many ways as possible. Mm. So you're compl- like a proper unit. So you've got arms linked, leg linked, you're all wrapped around and you stay mm. there as hard as you can. And then the other 10 have like five minutes to pull you all apart. <laughs> That's all right, isn't it? There was one time we hurt. did it at the Fifth Gosport Sea Scouts when um, one of the guys in the group that was being linked together... <laughs> <laughs> had trodden in a massive dog <laughs> oh, and no one knew mm. and then obviously everyone just got covered in dog shit <laughs> so that's what we used to do at scouts not fucking eating a chocolate bar with a knife and fork jesus no well I mean, a, a cubs uh, a, a, a vicar came in and touched my body uh right uh, yeah. that's what if <laughs> no there's two more we're doing them there's i thought we were more. doing them on christmas day that's the emails Oh, God, all right then. The news agent in my village, uh, Ben says, the, the village my parents live in stays open on Christmas morning and the first person to arrive trying to buy batteries for a kid's toy gets a free bottle of wine. Oh, that's nice. Batteries. That's, he says He says it's normally Duracells. Like, yeah, sells right Duracell. up our street, Ben. Right up yeah, our street. Yeah, that's lovely. Uh, Tom says, for the past 10 years, I've followed this plan I made to make the perfect Christmas lunch. It's had the odd little tweak over time, but in the main, it has done me proud and free for anyone else mad enough to want to follow it. I mean, it's good stuff. It starts at 10pm Christmas Eve and finishes at 4 o'clock Christmas Day. To his credit, I mean, there's uh, there's only one item on the uh, itinerary um, at 10 o'clock on, um, on Christmas Eve night, and that's take sausage rolls out. Is that from the freezer, presumably, into the um, into, Must the, be. into the fridge? Must I mean, be. the thing I don't yeah. like, I mean, I, I really appreciate um, Tom sending this in, but the thing I don't like is that it feels too, um, it feels too prescriptive because he's even got stuff in there like, eat the starter, eat Rossley the sorbet, 
Roast me nips, thirteen thirty. <laughs> Roast me nips. He must be. It Scottish. is chaotic. If you if you're doing stuff like whatever the hell, over le vin rouge, um, uh, and making uh, meatballs and you know heating plates, it's. It, I mean, I would say, Tom, uh, you, you need this. You, you've just got too many variables. Too much going on. I, I try to say to my mum every year if she gets a bit stressed out. Mum, we're gonna have a great time anyway. Don't worry about it. Yeah, we're happy to be together. We'll eat whatever. Give us moose. Just give us a big moose, and I'll enjoy that. Listen, I'll go get the Vionetta. Just get five Vionettas, we'll eat that, and we'll be happy. I reckon it would be great if everyone was sat down at the dining room table, and my mum just came in and just plonked a Vionetta in front of everyone, including yeah. the kids. you got one each. Enjoy. Just... <laughs> Best Christmas ever for the kids. And they just put her feet up in front of the telly with a glass of wine yeah. and watched um, Michael Bublé. Right, um, <laughs> let's go. We can go now, Pete. You can take let's us go. out of it. The next episode, they hear f- people right. will hear from us will be on Christmas Day. So how exciting is that? Good luck with all the Christmas prep. We'll be back on Christmas Day. Ta-ta! Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.